And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and providing you the timely truth centered around real estate, credit, finance, estate planning, tax planning, and so much more. Over 80 show partners and categories on the Consumer Quarterback Show where we all want to educate, entertain, enlighten, and most importantly, we want to engage you in an effort to help you win in any marketplace. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Now, we want you to pull out your smartphone, save our hotline number in your phone. At some point, you're going to need it. 813-670-7372. 813-670-7372. Now, you can text or call that line. Also, save our hotline number and... Our website, ConsumerQB.com. Website is a plethora of information available for you at ConsumerQB.com. You can see links to all of our expert contributors, uh, the finest folks in all of Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region that we've assembled and we vetted and we bring on air every day going against the nonsense out there in the mainstream media. And let's go around the horn now, make our introductions back in studio. Jarrett Nichols, owner and project manager, Tampa Bay Electronic Systems. Welcome in, sir. Thank you for having me back. Um, today we are going to celebrate the season of lightning and uh, talk about the things you really need to do to take care of your house and your belongings should uh, should uh, the unfortunate event of a lightning strike on or around your property happen. That's right. Yeah, it's popping out there. It's it's from time to time it's popping. We also got five weird facts about the rain, so that's going to be interesting tie-in as well. And also back in studio, Leo Kane, principal project manager barrel engineering welcome in sir thanks for having me back um we're also going to talk about the season of lightning and what you can do to protect your home from the elements yeah yeah it's that just the season right it's it's the rainy season and we much needed you know our firefighters all the folks out there they've been fighting these fires and and now we're gonna get some precipitation here to help uh you know saturate the soil hopefully and uh do away with some of that all right also fred muth in the house design estimating and sales tampa screens and aluminum welcome in sir Uh, thank you it's very i'm very glad Glad to be back. I, I am. Uh, I believe I'm responsible for the rain. I, I've, I've sold seven or eight concrete jobs over the past couple of weeks, and <laughs> never fails. I don't sell concrete; it doesn't rain. So the rain's there because I sold the concrete. Yeah, Thank right. You. <laughs> and we're giving a shout out to Brio Tuscan Grill at the International Plaza in Tampa, our official hotel partner, uh, restaurant partner that is, and uh, twenty two twenty three Northwest Shore Boulevard. It's Brio Tuscan Grill International Plaza, and it's awesome food over there. Friendly staff, excellent service at Brio Tuscan Grill at the International Plaza. You will discover our Italian menu, drinks, and a cozy atmosphere, bringing the pleasures of the Tuscan Country Villa to Tampa. Uh, we, of course, invite you down there. Check out the show. Uh, check out the restaurant partner. And, and uh, a lot of cool things happening in Tampa Bay. A lot of great stuff. And Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, the best place in the nation to be living, working, and playing for sure. And as you know, we always start off with a little personal development, some ideas to help you win out there and today uh, we want you to call that audible Omaha! Peyton Manning helping us with that audible there so uh, 
I thought what we would do this week is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits. We're going to talk about the seven habits. We're going to take two per day and kind of talk to you about these seven habits and, and remind you that, number one, habit number one is be proactive. Being proactive means taking responsibility for our attitudes, our actions, as well as thinking with the intent uh, to make things happen. So ultimately, you think about that. It starts with proactivity. Uh, a lot of times people have these great ideas and they say, oh, they see it on TV and, oh, that person stole my idea. <laughs> well, you should have acted on that idea. You had something that you had uh, a gift from the universe to you about being proactive, but you just didn't, you weren't proactive. And uh, one of my favorites, Tony Robbins says, never leave the site of setting a new goal or having some type of an idea without taking an action item towards that goal. And what does that mean? Basically, if you come up with an idea, what you're going to do is you're going to schedule a call. You're going to make a call, make a text message, put it in the calendar, write it down, pull out a notepad, write it down, and be proactive about it. Otherwise, you're going to sit on it, you're going to forget about it, and it's going to become buried under your list of to-dos and other things that you're uh, busy with uh, in this busy life that we have now. It's faster than ever, faster-paced life here in society, uh, it seems, than than ever. So uh, habit number one, be proactive. We're going to talk about that in a seven-day series here on the Consumer Quarter. Quarterback show, Stephen Covey, the late and great Stephen Covey there, uh, being proactive. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into this great content. And uh, also later in the show as well, we've got a Colombian garbage man builds a library from discarded books. So interesting stuff coming up as well as our expert contributors here helping you win in any marketplace. Uh, we want to be different from a lot of the mainstream media out there, the fake news out there. And, and we want to give you these timely truths around a lot of different areas of business and finance and, and real estate as well. So let's start off right here with Jarrett Nichols. He's the owner and project manager of Tampa Bay Electronic Systems. So, yeah, it's lightning season. Jarrett, what are you seeing out there? Well, uh, we haven't got a phone call yet, so that's a good thing. But every time one of these storms comes through and uh, it gets dark and, and, you know, pouring rain, lightning, thunder, um, you know, I'm always kind of uh, waiting for the phone to ring with the next call of, hey, this happened. Um, But, you know, really, um, we do a good job as a company, and a lot of companies do, especially here in Florida, of, of selling the right grounding and surge protection, things like that. And, um, you know, it's good that consumers understand the value of that here. It's definitely different than, say, New York, where I started doing this type of work, upstate New York. Yeah. I mean, uh, the chance of getting a lightning strike on your property in upstate New York compared to here has to be something like, you know, 1% or, you know, half of that, half of that, half of that. I mean, yeah. it's like, no, it's it's really the odds of getting a lightning strike up there are so slim, it's... I mean, crazy. Yeah, we, we really are the lightning capital of the world, I believe, right? I mean, we, we named our hockey team after lightning, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, and so, so what can people do about this, Jared? I mean, you have you spend a lot of money, uh, homeowners spend a lot of money in upgrading their sound, their systems, their TVs, their, you know, even computers, home, a lot of home-based offices these days also. Uh, what can people do about it? Well, when we sell any new product, we're always providing the surge protection on the uh, proposal and highly recommending that, grounding for new systems with racks and, and, and things like that. Um, uh, you know, really, uh, clients need to be careful. Um, when we put a system in of other things you're not really thinking about, uh, that's the biggest thing to kind of kind of think about. And one thing we always say when we sell a job is, you know, let me know if you want a comprehensive check of other things around your house. I mean, because it's not a normal thing for us to go into every room and kind of look around and say, hey, you might want to plug this in. But if something's connected to our system and it's not surge protected, yeah. you know, I've seen this happen more often than not when I've run into a problem. The, str- the, the surge comes through an electrical outlet, gets into the low voltage components, and then that's where other parts of the system blow out. So wow. really, if you're plugging a PC into the wall, 
plug it into a surge protector. Right. I've seen that happen. TVs, you know, even if it's not on the system, if it's got a coax wire in it, that's another way that that bad voltage can get out. Mm. And um, when your your system is connected by a spectrum or somebody, make sure they're grounding it correctly. Right. I've seen more surges happen through the coax line, specifically spectrum or formerly Bright House, than anywhere else. Wow. So, and to recap that, then, then you want to make sure now. Will these just the inline, the the one that you buy? It's a little bit cheaper, and it has like the five or six outlets, and then it's got the little red switch on the end. Is that will that suffice, or do you need something bigger than that? I think the more of the investment, the bigger, the, the better the surge protector you want to look at putting in there. There's a okay. jewel rating on everything, and I don't know if there's an independent organization that kind of looks into that and, and monitors it. But mm-hmm. um, the, the, the more expensive of the investment, the more I'd say make sure you have the right type of surge protection on there. Right. And if, uh, if Tico sells you a zap cap or something along those lines, that's not really going to cut it. It's kind of like people's excuse for saying, I don't need surge protection. And there was a client last year that got hit by uh, by a lightning strike on the property, and he bypassed a lot of surge protection on his own, you know, wow. his own knowledge and, and thought process. And it, pretty much every single place the voltage got in was one of those areas. Wow. Yeah. So it could cost you a lot of money when you look at this. Um, Jarrett Nichols here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, Tampa Bay Electronic System. So let's talk about some of the goodies. What are, what are you seeing? What are you installing in people's homes? Of course, you know, the, the, we talk a lot about the trending things that are happening uh, out there in your space. And you talk about these electronic systems, the, the high definition TVs. Let's talk about some of the fun stuff. Um, yeah, you know, this time of year, uh, really just lots of different projects coming up. We're pretty heavy, heavy based in new construction. So with, with that kind of system, people are putting in every component, but smart, smart home systems and home automation really is the big thing. A lot of people are going for now. 4k TVs. I think I've talked about before every TV, pretty much over 40 inches at this point is, is going to be 4k. If it's a new model, if you're not familiar with that, it's about four times the resolution picture quality of 1080p TVs. Um, they don't necessarily have the content yet, yeah. but um, pretty much that's all we're installing TV-wise. And you're not seeing a lot of TVs being sold under 40 inches anymore because the right. resolution is so incredible. The price points are so low. And uh, I think the iPads and, and things of that nature are taking the smaller TV market. So that's something Absolutely. I think that's that's a big point there you made. It's you know A lot of people are streaming now. They're streaming Netflix. They're ditching the cable companies. They're going to you know some of these online platforms. I've even heard you know with that Fire Stick, you're able to you know get a lot of even some of the newer movies. I don't know what some of that might not be legal. I'm not sure. Is at the FBI about that? But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I tell. I have so many clients that ask me. I'm saying. I'll put your fire TV in. I don't care what you're doing with it, but I'm not <laughs> proving or anything. Yeah. <laughs> What's what you're, you know? Yeah, there's there's a lot of that stuff going on. We need to have one of those fast those fast uh, fast worded you know disclaimers mm-hmm. that you know we do not recognize that a quarterback show we're that's not responsible I, for. That's what I say. I say, hey, I'll install anything you want me to install. What you're doing with it, I don't care. I'm not right. interested in what you're doing with it. Yeah, it's, it's a fire TV. We installed it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, more from Jarrett Nichols to come, as well as Leo Kane, Principal Project Manager, Barrel Engineering. And we're going to hear from Fred Muth as well, design estimating and sales expert, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. More from our expert contributors and also some interesting stories here. So a Colombian man builds a library for kids. How did how he did so may surprise you. Find out in our Tell Me Something Good segment, as well as our top five coming up as well. Going to help you win at any marketplace, the Consumer Quarterback Show, Consumer QB. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com.
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, quarterback show, platinum MVP realty, and I'm a top listing agent here in Tampa Bay. Uh, featured in Florida Realtor Magazine multiple times, top agent magazine, the business journal. We are recruiting real estate agents right now as well. We've got explosive growth with our lead platform and an aggressive split. So we're looking for some agents to come out and help us uh, win in the real estate game. We want to help you win and close more deals. So a couple of hot listings I want to let you know about. 701 East Crenshaw Street in Tampa, and it's over in the Harmony Heights Subdivision in, in Tampa. Three bedroom, two bath property. We're doing an open house this weekend. Uh, so reach out on our Facebook page or at our website, consumerqb.com, uh, for more information. We just reduced this property down to $259,000. And this is a, a motivated seller that's completed a, an extensive renovation on this beautiful pool home uh, with approximately 2,300 square feet. Uh, no HOA. 701 East Crenshaw Street. We're doing an open house. I believe it's on Saturday, 11 to 2. And we got another beautiful property here. Here in Seminole, Florida, 7657 132nd Way in Seminole, $399,000 just reduced. Great buying opportunity at the subdivision of Whispering Forest. Four bedroom, three bath home, and a pool home with a split floor plan and a beautiful pool area out back. Great times out there enjoying this beautiful Tampa Bay sunshine. All right, so in studio today, it's Intelligent Talk Radio, and, and we want to help you win. We've got Jarrett Nichols in the house, Tampa Bay Electronic Systems, Leo Kane, Barrel Engineering, Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum as well. So uh, let's talk to Leo now. We in the, in the first segment, we were talking with Jarrett about some of these lightning strikes and some of the preventative uh, type uh, uh, steps you can take uh, when it comes to grounding, surge protection as well. And I, I noticed you nodding your head a lot there, Leo. You were kind of in agreement, and you're seeing a lot of this as well. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of what happens when you don't do what um, Jared was talking about. Uh, we get called out to do uh, Hillsborough County and City of Tampa have fire reports that are required from engineers to fill out after a fire has happened. And we go through and evaluate the house, the spread of the fire, the cause of the fire, uh, percentages, and uh, what then needs to happen to repair the house. So we're called in to look at the foundation, look at the walls, look at the floors, see how bad that arc uh, cause the damage to the entire house. I've seen entire houses go up because a lightning strike hit an ungrounded house. Wow. So what, how does that happen then? So, so of course, so it's going to hit, at some point it's going to hit the roof. It's going to touch down. That, that current is just going to flow right down through the property. I mean, talk about that process a little bit. What are you seeing in that case? Well, in that case, like usually it's like a water heater that's improperly grounded. So you got water and you've got electricity. Right. It's all together. It's improperly bonded or grounded. And then it's old, so it's rusted, so it sparks. And once that spark happens, if you have your stack of newspapers next to your water heater, mm. um, you've got the whole house going up in flames. Or you've got the the laundry just sitting next to the water heater or the dryer. Dryers also catch on fire if the lint traps are... Um, right. Are, I'm using Not cleaned out, yeah. If they're clogged, then that'll also catch on fire. So, yeah, we see a lot of fires, but electrical is a big one. Just um, proper grounding, not prop, not grounded, old cloth wiring that wasn't upgraded. Or when you do a room addition and half your house is all new and fancy and the other half is knob and tube or old cloth wiring, you're just, you're just asking for a fire. Yeah, the knob and tube, that's something that you still find in a lot of these older properties. You're seeing that out there. Uh, how, how much of that is prevalent and, and you know, how long till we knock a lot of this stuff out of the inventory? Well, the insurance companies 
are basically making it so you can't get insurance on the older homes if it has knob and tube or galvanized plumbing. They're making you do those upgrades. Uh, very few carriers will write, so it limits your opportunity. It raises your insurance through the roof. Basically, mm-hmm. your price for an insurance for a year might be the same as just replacing the knob and tube wiring. So more people are getting rid of that wiring because it's becoming more prevalent. Yeah. And, and I mean, you and know, it's, it it's becoming more prevalent. such a major threat, too. I mean, you look at the... the potential for a fire in your house you got kids sleeping in a room uh you know it seems like a you know something that would be a common sense decision when it comes down to that yeah i would agree i mean i I think back to because i started off working for the power company and there was an old statistic back when electricity first came about like the standard large wires like one in three linemen used to get killed yeah Uh, so why would you want that same wiring in your house Right. Yeah. Wow, man, what a what a tough job to have out there as a lineman. Um, you know, I've got a family member that does that down in South Florida. And, and you know, you're always thinking about those things uh, when it happens. But uh, Leo Kane here, principal project manager, barrel engineering in the house. And we're talking about ways that you can protect your family, protect your home, uh, especially during this lightning season. And later in the show as well, we're going to talk about five weird facts about the rain and some interesting things that you may or may not know uh, as well. And I uh, want to give a big shout out to Kipton's The Hotels More in beautiful St. Pete Beach. It's the first new boutique style hotel built on St. Pete Beach in decades. Spanish ancestry meets cool Mediterranean attitude, whitewashed Mediterranean palace. Uh, the rooftop 360 lounge is awesome. You got to check out these waterfront views there to sunsets and uh, let them know the real estate quarterback sent you when you call them up um, just call the front desk let them know the real estate quarterback sent you give them that quarterback show code the requb code and you're going to get a 15 to 20 percent discount off of your stay at kipton's the hotel zamora on beautiful st pete beach the official hotel partner of the consumer quarterback show all right so back to leo here so leo uh, when, when you when you're looking at structural engineering you're looking at some of these other properties let's talk a little bit about the structure because i'm dealing with this on, on a potential offer that we've got on one of our properties uh there was there was a potential issue and it sometimes it shows up and it muddies the water uh, on public record can you speak to that and, and just kind of what you've seen out there and what some of the remedies are uh as far as like a sinkhole potential claim or what what, what isn't that's yeah. the only thing i can think of that would muddy the water on a public record yeah it was it was something to do with um maybe even just a tree root kind of growing in and causing damage yeah, we see that all the time yeah so what what's the remedy there? What I mean, typically what happens? What's the process? What do the listeners need to know about that? Yeah, I mean, when you have these roots, it's up in New Tampa, especially. They planted a certain type of tree called a laurel oak. They planted them next to sidewalks. They planted them next to houses. Developers loved them. They grow really fast. They look beautiful. They're low maintenance. Yep. They die really fast as well, and they cause lots of foundation problems. But by then, the developers already moved on. Right. So what ends up happening is these tree roots go underneath the – now this is a slab on grade home where your foundation's on on the ground. Right. And the tree roots end up doing a condition called heaving where they actually lift the foundation up. Mm. And that's the slab on grade that they're lifting. In more severe cases, they actually lift the wall and you start getting a whole bunch of stair-step cracks. And then you get the bottom – so your blocks are basically – they're blocks and they're stacked on top of each other. So in really severe cases of tree root heaving, the bottom block will start to push out from the wall. And the remedy at that point is to do something called underpinning, which is where you basically take your house and you it's it's like giving it piers. Mm-hmm. People are familiar with pier homes. Right. Only those piers are now in the ground. Right. 
So you somehow <clears throat> get down there, you, you're popping those piers in the ground. For example, my fiance and I are building on Lake Tarpon, and you, you, we had to go through that process. So it's just interesting. You look, you're, you're pounding these piers in the ground, and uh, some of the, the old-timers in the real estate space I've talked to as well, they say, hey, I'm going to build on a pier no matter where I'm at just for the security of knowing that should something happen, I'm, I'm going to have a lot safer and, and more structurally sound foundation. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of the older 100-year-old homes on pier and block foundation. The plumbing, the electrical is easier to get to. When Jarrett's coming in to run his wiring, he doesn't have to only go through the attic. He can go be in the crawl space as well. Right. So that works out. And then I know the piers of foundation, I don't have to worry about flooding as much. And then repairs are easier. It's just I generally prefer, if it wasn't for the termite issue, I would mm-hmm. prefer a raised home. Right. Yeah, raising the home up off the ground, keeping above that that floodplain level, the elevation certificate is, is going to play a key indicator on, you know, those types of things. And of course, the soil testing is going to be very uh, determinant of whether you're going to be using peer systems or not. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. Uh, Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host, Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, Leo Kane, Principal Project Manager, Barrel Engineering uh, currently as well. We spoke with Jarrett Nichols as well in the first segment. Uh, Jarrett, so back to Jarrett here. So you're, you're thinking with uh, when it comes to you know, where the industry's going, you know, you look at where, uh, high definition, you got virtual reality. There's so many cool things happening in your space. Um, let, let's talk about that. Let us, let's explore that a little bit. What, what are you seeing out there? What do you think is coming down the pipe? It's really hard to say exactly what's going to be coming down the pipe because I mean, 10, 10 years ago, people were getting into this business for, well, I, 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 the company that I actually sell smart, for smart home products 10 years ago next month is when I took my training for that product and opened my mouth and said, hey, you know, this is not just a remote control. It also does your life. I don't need any of that stuff. It's so futuristic. Yeah. So everybody was getting in and they were starting companies uh, 10 years ago in New York. My company I started was called Nichols Home Theater. Mm-hmm. We were a home theater based company. 10 years before that, home theater wasn't the buzzword. It was just probably every company had a stereo at the end right. of it. You know, Bob's stereo. Or, yeah. You know, 10 years before that, it might have been radio. So yep. this is um, an industry that's that keeps changing every 10 years or so to some sort of different focus. And um, I think uh, the next one is, is kind of not, not yet known by those. I do think that maybe uh, virtual reality rooms yep. is p- probably going to be on the next horizon for something that everybody's putting into their homes. Yeah, VR is big. I, you know, I see the real estate application coming in more and more with these different types of home tours and, and things that you're seeing. Uh, so the trends that you look at in the industry, we always like to try to analyze that. That's the that's the job of the leader in an organization, right? You want to you know analyze where are the trends going? How can we be ahead of the curve? And, and back to the technology piece is it's it's really interesting to see, and it's great on for consumers, is whenever that new technology comes out, uh, it, it's driving the cost down of, you know, the the, or, the former, um, you know, LCD TVs and the HD TVs, you know, they're, they're coming down and price so it allows us to buy more as consumers yeah uh, one thing one thing that's changed a lot in the last year to year and a half i'd say is is that i think the middle class um is very much embracing the new technologies and the newer smart you know do-it-yourself smart home type products we've talked about this a little bit that's right in the past but i think they're looking at the investment in professional home automation and saying let me at least give this a try on my own yeah see how well it works how reliable it is before you know, before sure. I, I, I maybe make that investment because, you know, what we sell is not necessarily inexpensive. The more you do, the more expensive it is. And if, it, if it's an existing home and wiring is needed to be retrofit, you know, that's something that's going to really add 
to the cost. Yeah, absolutely. Jarrett Nichols, Leo Kane, Fred Muth on the Consumer Quarterback Show coming up as well. Five weird facts about rain that you may not know, as well as Colombian man builds a library for kids. How he did so may surprise you. Find out in our Tell Me Something Good segment. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rimes here, quarterback show, former USF football player, played on the inaugural football team in the University of South Florida, and longtime quarterback on our sports teams, and now we're quarterbacking transitions or transactions for our sellers out there. Quarterbacking introductions to our eighty-plus show partners uh, that we've assembled, we vetted, we bring on the show to help you win, no matter what you're facing. But we want to engage you. We'd love to hear from you, comments, feedback uh, from the show at consumerqb.com. Just submit the form at consumerqb.com. You can see links to all of our expert contributors. You can see their contact information if you want to contact them them directly. Um, you can also submit a form there under the contact form and send us an email direct. And also program our hotline number in your phone. At some point, you're going to need it. 813-670-7372. 813-670-7372. That's our Consumer Advocate Hotline. 670-REQB is the uh, number there. So reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And this segment is brought to you by Felicia Lacaye with Healthy Gourmet. Organic veggies and natural proteins delivered fresh. Three times a week. Meal plan starting at only $90. Optimal fuel, optimal performance. Shout out to Healthy Gourmet, Felicia Lacaye, longtime friend of the program. She's the CEO and founder of Healthy Gourmet. And all of our contact information is on the website as well, consumerqb.com. So in the house here, Jarrett Nichols today, Tampa Bay Electronic Systems. He's warning about lightning and, and the rainy season, as well as Leo Kane, Principal Project Manager, Barrel Engineering, uh, in the house as well. Kind of echoed some of that and talked a little bit about some of the uh, things that you can do as well. And Fred Muth currently here. We want to talk with Fred Muth here, Designing, Estimating, and Sales, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. So, uh, Fred, thanks for coming back in. What else are you seeing out there? Pleasure. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of tremendous growth and we talk about this all the time and yeah. you know, i mentioned you know i try to get to the job site it takes forever hardest part of my job is getting there i can sell it in a minute yeah. once i get there you know it's uh you know these are the pains of prosperity right i'm i'm, I'm happy with it but it, it is frustrating yeah uh, you know that i was in what three weeks ago yep uh in in, in the three the, the three weeks that passed i believe another couple hundred thousand people moved into florida and and the roads still cannot handle handle it. and obviously they're trying but they're trying to make it happen but uh you know i we all i don't have to mention this we all you know you go to from point a to point b you you pay the price you you see it. yeah you see and, it and this time. time of year it's worse and worse because of the, the rains get wet 
the road's wet, and then you got a little bit of uh, the oil and residue from yeah. the tires on the roadways, right. and all of a sudden now you got a slip and slide right. out there, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and you got these people that love to tailgate. And oh, they all think they're at Daytona. Just goofy, yeah. goofy drivers out yeah. there. But what can we do, right? Well, we can just drive along as goofy as them, or just or be careful. Either way, you know, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, don't don't do the road rage thing. I've seen no, every no. now and then people, you know, getting a little rowdy out there on the roadways. Nah, bad news. Well, Jared and uh, Leo, both, you know, you're talking about a couple of the hazards in the industry. We're talking about lightning and we're talking about tree roots. Man, both of these things affect my business like you can't imagine. Yeah. Um, and that, number one, if you talk about the lightning, uh, you know, I'd like to uh, let all the homeowners know that when they build the pool cages, they are grounded. So there should be no problem. Should be Great. no problem with the cages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently um, took on a project where the the pool itself was kidney shaped, the deck was kidney shaped, and then of course we had to square it with a footer. And the pool was in in the ground six or seven years prior to us bidding the job. Uh, so when we got into the job, we found that there was a, a ten gauge ground wire out the back end of the pool that was grounded. In, you know, it, it went into a piece of rebar into the ground. And that piece of that uh, number ten was attached to the supposed supposedly attached to the steel in the shell of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, when we uh, we you know proceeded with the with the footer et cetera, we had to tie that number ten into the rebar, and then of course bring it out the back end, pour the footer, and then we had to tie that number ten into the pool cage on the back end as well as grounded at the pump. So I mean wow. they, they're they're very well grounded. I, I just question, and Leo, you'd probably be able to answer this question better than me. Um, a lightning strike is pretty hot. So how effective is a 10-gauge wire? Huh. It could burn up. I mean, it could. wire is good for, what, 20 amps, 30 amps? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking when I'm, I'm watching these guys wire this up with 10-gauge, you know, so whatever, either way. But uh, next subject would be the tree roots. and. Right. Um, you know, quite often uh, my my customers they they like the largest slab that they can get, and they, the backyard's loaded with trees. Um, you know, I just can't get close to a tree, and uh, you know, to to disclose that information to the customer, you, you you see a frown on their face because they want this this large enclosure. I have a rule of thumb where I I take the uh, the diameter of the tree and I multiply it by four, and uh, and that's how many feet I want to stay away. And then, of course, I always add two for, for good measure. So if it's two feet wide, you know, we're talking two times four is eight, ten feet. I don't want to pour the slab any closer than ten feet to the tree. Interesting. And, and, and in most cases, if you look at – and you mentioned laurels, uh, but I think, I think live oaks and some of the other oaks, I think the, the root system is a little different where it projects out and then it decides to dive down at a certain point. Mm. So that's where that rule of thumb comes into play. Yeah, and you, you sometimes worry about it or you think about it in terms of close to a seawall as well. Like there's plant life on the seawall. I, I mentioned our lot. We're talking about uh, building. And it's, you know, start of the process. And there's some trees there. But so, you know, my in my mind, I'm thinking, well, why would not we leave the tree because of the, you know, the root system beneath and the potential for erosion? But then, you know, there's the other school of thought is you got to remove it to that way it doesn't affect the seawall later at some point comments on that well uh, same thing um you know the other option is obviously to cut the root system out of the tree and right. uh you know the dot does it all the time the, the mm. trees survive uh, i I'm, I'm not a big fan of that in my business because 
the the slab is usually between the house and the and the tree. And if you cut the roots out of the tree, you're taking you're taking the legs out of the tree basically. Exactly. And and now and now that tree wants to lean towards the home in a windstorm or whatever. So it, blow it, into it. It would be the same thing with a seawall. You know, if you if you take the roots out, it's it's going to want to go. It's, it's going to want to fall towards the seawall. Right. But uh, hmm. you know, there it's. I don't know that there's a real win win when it comes to trees and concrete. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's on the water view too. So then you look at you know, oh well, it's going to block the view a little bit. But you know, if you trim it up, it looks good. It looks kind of cool on the you know on the horizon Absolutely. like that. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I just love trees. I love, well, they know. have fake grass now. Maybe they'll come up with some fake trees. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, um, so so we're talking currently with Fred Muth here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host Brandon Rhymes, and and Fred is an expert in design, estimating, and sales when it comes to the screens aluminum, Tampa screens and aluminum. So we're talking about that beautiful space between uh, your under air, your square footage in your home, uh, and that outdoor area that you're going to love to you know go out and enjoy. Uh, you know, especially during the winter months, but during the summer months, you got you know maybe mosquitoes, you got the humidity, uh, and so Fred, you know, I love these these this idea of that in between space between you know outdoors and then of course indoors so let's talk about that i love the design well, of this know, we, we always like to say add to your living area with an open air atmosphere right and and, and basically that's it um in florida you you have seven or eight months where you're you can leave the windows open and enjoy it you can leave the front door open the back door open you can have the air blowing through your patio your screen room your entire home that's right um not the same in the summer Summertime, you know, people will stay in the enclosures. They have the fans, they have the misters, and, yeah. and, it, and it's 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 very enjoyable space. I was in a customer's house uh, two weeks ago. They had the mister, and uh, it was very hot outside. And I'm in there, and that mister was so beautiful. So it's uh, it's cool. That's that's another option. I like that. Yeah. Now, do you have you ever dealt with or get into the mosquito control through the misting systems? Do you ever deal with that, or is that kind of outside your? Space? I don't deal with it. Uh, I I know it's out there, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's a very uh, up and coming product. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I could comment on it, but I believe over the next year or two, I'm going to see a lot. So that's more of that's that. one of the downfalls over there too by the lake. You know that you have a lot of mosquitoes. You know, especially yeah. when the grass gets a little bit longer. And you look through it, and you're like, man, there's thousands of mosquitoes here. So what are, what's the best ways? Have you guys seen kind of off topic here? But you know, what's what? Have you guys seen anything, Leo? Have you seen anything with you know keeping the uh, you know mosquitoes down? Or what's I, you know? Here's one thing I heard is that you can use uh, bats. Oddly enough, you create a little bat house out there, and allegedly they run and eat thousands of those things. Well, it, it, you guys heard that? No, yeah. but it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in the VME bore area, which is near Seminole Heights, so we got the bungalows, but back bat boxes to control mosquito populations popular. Um, the other one my wife does, it might be an old wives' tale, but it supposedly works. Is rosemary? We plant a lot of rosemary around the house. Mm. Yeah, I, I was actually watching a show yesterday, and it said something to that effect: is the certain herbs and uh, when you burn incense, in, certain incense it'll uh, you know repel the mosquitoes and. What about I've heard too? There's some kind of subsonic thing, like you know, like a little sound that you know they do that for cars now, right? They do that where you know it'll allegedly tell the deer, you know, hey, get out of the roadway, you're gonna get hit with a car here or something coming at you. <laughs> but I don't know. Off topic here, down a bunny trail we go there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I, the, the, the sound thing I've heard of as well. And, yeah. Uh, my my concern with that there, there's there's got to be a side effect to that. It, right. It, it possibly can affect our ears in a way that we don't we don't know what's going on yet. Could so. not. Yeah. Absolutely. Could be. Absolutely. 
All right, so that's Fred Muth, design, estimating, and sales expert, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. If you're considering considering uh, building an aluminum building onto your home or, or potentially even office, wherever you want to put one of these things, I would highly recommend you reach out to Fred Muth. He's the best in the business and a great company as well, uh, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. And uh, coming up as well, we're going to talk more with Leo Kane, Jarrett Nichols, and we're going to jump into some interesting content here as well. Colombian Man Builds a Library for Kids. How he did so may surprise you. And also five weird facts about rain. And also our lightning round, top tips, things to do, things to avoid, nuggets of advice from our consumer advocates here, our expert contributors in studio. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay. Uh, we're recruiting real estate agents right now. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, reach out to our hotline at 813-670-7372. Give us a call at 813-670-7372, as well as other business partners, expert contributors for our show. Uh, we're looking to uh, grow our sphere of influence, grow the business here with at that as well. Give it a big shout out to the Maids Cleaning Service. They do a Great job cleaning our real estate properties. 24-hour, 100% satisfaction guaranteed by the Maids Cleaning Service. They are referred for a reason. And in studio today, it's Intelligent Talk Radio. I've got some intelligent folks here in studio with me. Uh, Jarrett Nichols, he's the owner and project manager of Tampa Bay Electronic Systems. Uh, We've got Leo Kane in the house as well, principal project manager, Barrel Engineering, as well as Fred Muth, design, estimating, and sales Tampa screens and aluminum, and uh, we have an interesting story here. We kind of teased a little bit here, but we always like to do a tell me something good segment. Tell me something good. Again, going to get the nonsense out there uh, in the mainstream media. A lot of the negativity out there, the CNN, you know, the constant negative news, all these things you find out there. Uh, Colombian garbage man builds a library from discarded books. So a garbage collector in Colombia has his own library for children. Where did they get all the books? The trash. So 20 years ago, Jose Alberto Gutierrez uh, found a copy of a classic novel, Anna uh, Carini, and, and, and a gar- garbage bin. And it started a wonderful obsession. So today, the 55-year-old has more than 25,000 books stacked on the ground floor of his home, which he keeps open to the public as a free library. Um, and goes on to talk about how lots of people have mocked me. They would laugh when they found out about my project. But 20 years later, they were amazed, says Jose, by adding that my dream is to exchange my garbage truck for truck full of books and travel the country. So great wow. feel-good story there. Good find on that one, Anthony. That was great. So comments on that? Any any comments there? Pretty cool, right? Well, you know, let's let's go back to basics. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I still like picking up a good book and opening it up and reading it. Yeah, uh, you know, everything online, this and that and the other, it's all so fast-paced, etc. That's right. Open up that book and start over and uh it's there's something there's some enjoyment about that that I right. I still get. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially the way you look at the way we take in our information these days. I love podcasts just because we're on the go a lot. I like to, you know, work out or walk and jog or whatever I'm doing, laundry even, you know, little things like that by listening to an audio book at the same time. And and then, you know, of course, pulling out a book, then you can highlight under the book. You can highlight the, you know, key points. You can bookmark it, go back to it a lot easier. And, and for kids, too, this is something we've talked with some of our health experts about on the show. Uh, some of the kids at, at such a young age, you, we've all seen it. You go to dinner. You know, how can you get 15 minutes of, of peace and quiet with your fiance, your girlfriend, whatever it might be? Uh, you, you, you hand the kid an iPad, right? Oh. And then and they're looking or, or looking at these videos. And think about the effect. We've talked to some of our health experts about that. Again, another bunny trail here. But, it, you, you, you know, the effect of that on their mind and, and their vision, you know, they're, they're looking at, you know, kids aren't supposed to have that. Allegedly, you know, some experts right. say some will, will disagree, of course. But, you know, looking at the screen of a computer at such a young age, they say it affects their uh, development. I would think it, so. it would. Yeah. You know, going back many, many years. That's you, right. You go to the supper table. That's right. You had to sit there and listen. That's right. You know, whatever they said, that's what you had to listen to. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it worked. The respect, you know, the, you get into the respect of, you know, some of the younger generations and some of the changing, you know, things evolve, things change. But uh, good or bad, they change. All right. So here we go. Five weird facts about rain. So this is uh, another interesting uh, that we found out here, rd.com. It says, the least rainy place on Earth isn't the des- desert. It may be covered with ice, but Antarctica gets about 6.5 inches of rain or snow per year, making it the continent with the lowest annual rainfall. So typically, yeah, you would think the you know, with all this rain we're seeing in, in Tampa Bay, uh, you'd think that, uh, you know, the, the deserts would be. All right, number two says rain doesn't always make the ground wet. So in hot, dry places, rain evaporates before it hits the ground. Environmentalist uh, Edward Abbey describes phantom rain this way. You can see the curtains of rain dangling in the sky while the living uh, wither below and want the water tortured by tantalizing uh, hope without fulfillment. All right. Not all raindrops are made of water. This one's interesting. You look at Venus and some other moons and planets. Rain is actually made of sulfuric acid or methane. Even stranger, on a planet 5,000 years, light years away, scientists found raindrops made of iron rather than water. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. 5,000 light years away. Unbelievable. Uh, There's a scientifically proven way to get less wet in the rain. Um, So this one's saying click to a video, so we can't explain that one too well. Uh, The shape and color of clouds can help you predict the rain. Generally speaking, if you see a – I remember these in in school, the science classes, and I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it – Cumulonimus? Cumulus. Cumulonimus. It's got a B-U-S on the end. Oh, they changed it. Cloud. A tall, puffy cloud that looks flat at the top. Or a nimbostratus uh, cloud, uh, flat, low-level gray cloud. You can be fairly certain the rain's in the forecast within the next 24 hours. I remember Captain Will Smith taught me a little bit about the you know the different types of planes or uh, clouds and precipitation and uh, interesting. You know, you fly around them, fly above them when you're in the, in the airplane out there. I was getting my pilot license with Captain Will Smith as well, expert contributor on our team. Uh, but shout out to Captain Will Smith there. Uh, teaching me how to fly. It's been a while since I've been up, so I'm kind of on pause on that right now. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into our lightning round. The lightning round! I am so good at lightning rounds! I majored in lightning rounds. All right. Top tips, things to do, things to avoid, nuggets of advice. Let's start right here with Jarrett Nichols, Tampa Bay Electronic Systems. Um, I I think I've talked about this on the show before, but um, uh, <clears throat> it kind of relates a lot to the, the lack of grounding that you might find or lack of surge protection. But hire a licensed contractor. 
the most disgusting, <laughs> yep. most disgusting things I've seen on an electrical installation level have probably been from unlicensed contractors. And we talk about um, lightning or lightning strike hitting a water heater, burning a house down. I mean, there's a very good chance that if you cut the corners and you just have your neighbor down the street do something, he might not know everything he needs to know about putting in a water heater and that one. Little tiny detail of yep. the grounding burned your house down. Yep, absolutely. And, and you end up in jail for that, believe yeah, it or not. Yeah, and handyman, you know, there's no, uh, I think Jason Avery was talking about that last time. There's no actual uh, certification or, or licensing for a handyman. It's, it's just that. He's a handyman. He's not a licensed uh, general contractor, any kind of contractor. All right, Leo Kane, uh, project manager, barrel engineering. Yeah, home safety starts with understanding your house from the outside in. Um, and this is the time of the year where if you're not, Tending to the outside, nature will let you know where you're deficient. That's right. Yeah, and, and I just noticed as well in the show notes, uh, the barrel engineering, this, is, this was a point I wanted to talk about with you as well, is that you, know, you can provide plans, whether by you or adding a whole new addition, enclosed open porch, converting a former porch. You know, talk about that for a sec. I know the last time we were on the show with Fred, which was, seems like a lifetime ago, but it was yeah, just three it weeks. Was. Yeah, uh, we talked about our. Yeah, we can come up with plans for room additions, for the mm-hmm. screen enclosures, mm-hmm. for adding a pool. It's just make sure that when you're adding on, you got to do it to Florida Building Code. They require plans, um, pool require, permits, pool permits. They require <laughs> contractors. Yeah, they unlicensed contracting or handyman without a license is a felony in the state, from what I understand. So Avery yep. was correct on that. Yep. So yeah, it's just we we do plans and we help you get permits. So yeah. Yep. And on, on that note as well, kind of a consumer advocate tip, you know, going with the, the, the grain of our show here is that uh, if you have folks coming in that don't have their insurances, their workers comp, they fall down, they're going to sue you mm-hmm. and they're going to they're going to take money from you. And, you know, there's attorneys out there that will love to grab that case. All right. Top tips, things to do, things to avoid. Fred Muth, design, estimating and sales, Tampa screens and aluminum. Yeah, well, we, we, we talk about the unlicensed guys and, you know, I. I call them ham and eggers, but, you know, some of them are very talented. And, right. And uh, they're very good at what they do. However, well, you just said it. They fall down, get hurt, cut their finger off. Yeah. It's your problem. They're going to sue you. And and it's uh, it's just not worth the chance. Definitely and, not. And, um, you know, I I mean, basically, ham and eggers, come to work for us. We know you're good. Yeah. We, yeah, we need installers. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's what we like to do. So you're looking people. for installers right now? Absolutely. You heard yeah, it here. Reach out. It's just Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Talk to Richard. Richard Pauls, he owns the company. Yep. Uh, he, he'll interview you. And if you're good, you're going to go to work. Yeah, uh, and we'll connect um, you with them at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit the contact form there, ConsumerQB.com. And we're going to do another round on the lightning round here as well. I want to give you a public service announcement here. If you know of anybody out there that's in need, that you know, the families that are in need this time of year, kids are out of school, they're looking maybe for some extra meals here. Uh, we got a pretty cool thing I came across. Uh, shout out to Jeanette on our team. Uh, text the word food to 877 877. Just text the word food. Anybody you know that's in need out there uh, to 877 877. They're going to reply back with their zip code. And then at that time, they're going to give you a list of churches or schools, organizations that are providing meals, summertime meals to those less fortunate. So there's your public service announcement there. Go ahead and post that online as well. Do your uh, random act of kindness that we talk about online. Just post that on your Facebook page. Share it. We posted it on our page last week. So just go ahead and share that for your uh, random act of kindness. All right. Another round here on the consumer, uh, the lightning round. Jarrett, you got another lightning tip for us or another tip for us here? Yeah, um, it's a personal business tip for anybody out there. Um, applying for a job, competing against your competitors in your industry, do whatever you can do to differentiate yourself. That's if you're it. applying for a new job, make sure that resume, you spend extra time on it or something about yourself stands out. 
um, when you go to compete against your your clients or other other customer or sorry other competitors, yeah, you know, have a list of hey, this is these are the things that we do differently. I mean, we're starting to realize that we're not just a little bit better than our competition; we're a lot better than our competition. Yeah, and um, we're 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 we're, at, we're writing the different the differentiating things down so we can say, hey, ask your guy if they do all this stuff. I like it absolutely. I do the same thing in my mm-hmm. listing appointments, Leo. When uh, it, you're supposed to do some home maintenance around the house, uh, at least twice a year, you're supposed to take a look in your attic to see if you have a roof leak. Because when the roof leaks and it takes a while for the insulation to soak up all the water before it actually shows itself. Mm-hmm. So now that we've had about 12 solid days of rain, this would be an awesome time to grab a flashlight, poke up your head in the attic and just see if you can see any wet sheathing. And then if you do, call a roofer. That's right. Fred, real quick, quick tip. Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, ask a lot of questions if you're going to bid out a screen enclosure project. Uh, I welcome the questions. The best customers are those that have a, a series of questions when I walk in the door. And please do not hesitate to ask me questions, even after I sell the job. After right. it's built, uh, you know, ask me questions not related to the job. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> let let Brandon ha- handle the sale of the home, and please let me handle the sale of your screen enclosure. Absolutely. Hey, I want to thank all of our expert contributors. I want to thank our listeners out there, our team behind the scenes making this happen. We want you to go out there and please consider committing a random act of kindness, something as simple as packing up leftover food you may have, carrying it with you to and from your commute to work, handing it to that person that you see that's in need, and be a force for good in the community. Go out there and volunteer, donate time, donate uh, leftover clothing, or supplies you may have to a church. Be a force for good out there, and we'll see you next time here at Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz.